to gather together with brothers and sisters of like precious faith. And we thank you that we don't only gather here, uh oh, we don't only gather here, but we gather around the world, it could be, because we don't know who's joining us online. And so we just thank you, Father, that there's no distance or time uh, in the Spirit and that we are one in the Spirit and one in the Lord. And so as we go before you tonight, go before your word, we thank you that the Holy Spirit is here. He's our teacher, he's our helper, and he abides with us forever. And so Spirit of Truth, do your work. We allow you to do it and we welcome you in Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> okay, we're live. Bless the Lord. Uh, this evening, we're wrapping up our series uh, entitled, uh, the signs to look for just before Jesus returns. And uh, this is it. This is the final sign. <laughs> we did it. Woohoo! This is part 10 I have in my notes. And so uh, I'll say it again one last time for now. <laughs> These are the signs that Jesus himself said that we would see more frequently and with greater intensity just before he comes. And this is the period we call the end of the age. And once again, for the final time right now, our foundation scriptures for this series are found in Matthew chapter 24, verse 4 to 14, Mark 13, 5 to 13, and Luke chapter 21, verse 8 to 19. We've talked about here we go, spiritual deception, wars, rumors of wars and commotions, nations against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. We talked about famines, pestilences, and diseases, including pandemics, earthquakes, fearful sights, great signs, persecution, persecutions, false religions, and the last time we were together two weeks ago, we talked about the love of many waxing cold. Those were the signs that we talked about. And a final reminder, the reason why we're talking about these things is because, again, Jesus, our example, our great example, talked about them. And so, uh, and, and so also, so we know what to expect. When we know what to expect, we can prepare and have our response in faith. We respond in faith, not in fear. Uh, anytime you can prepare ahead of time, it's wonderful. Always, <laughs> always good to prepare. And this is very important for the days that are ahead of us. Very important. And so uh, this evening, we're talking about the final and ultimate sign Jesus himself gave to indicate we've arrived at the end of the age. And we find that in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 14. It says, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. And I just add a glory to God <laughs> on the end of that. Amen. Remember when Jesus was about to ascend uh, into heaven, and we read it in Mark chapter 16 as one of the instances, uh, verse 15. And he uh, told them, go, 
<laughs> he gave them, he commissioned them. In fact, we call it the Great Commission. He commissioned them to go, go where? Into all the world and do what? Preach the gospel. And this is the same gospel, the good news, that he's referencing here in Matthew chapter 24. And he said that every nation, tribe, and tongue <laughs> will have the gospel available to them. Then the end shall come. So uh, that was in Mark chapter 16. It was a huge assignment, enormous assignment for these disciples and these apostles, the followers of Jesus, more bigger than even for us because they didn't have Facebook. <laughs> they didn't have cell phones. <laughs> they didn't have microphones. <laughs> they didn't have technology. They didn't have transportation methods like we have today. You know, donkeys, horses, boats, <laughs> ships. Uh, they didn't have cars, you know, chariots, uh, but, you know, you had to be amongst the elite to have one of those. And so uh, it's, they were, ch it was a huge challenge. And if you read uh, Rick Renner's book, what was the name? I have the title here. Uh, a Light in the Darkness, the first volume, he has a few, uh, the first volume, he talks about the travel that the disciples did. Yeah, the, the traveling that the disciples did, how much territory they covered with the limited transportation and the limited technology with what they had. They covered so much ground and reached so many people. Why? Because they wanted to obey the master. He told them to go into all the world. Now, they couldn't reach everybody on the planet. At that time, they couldn't do it. They were limited. And so, you know, with, with the world they knew and how far they could go, they went far. They did a lot. The, if you, even Paul's missionary journeys and, and what he covered, uh, but all the disciples, they reached a lot of people. And that's because this assignment that Jesus gave them, they knew what he said. Then the end shall come. And if you remember the period that we're living in right now, has, it's been since Acts chapter 2, we've been in the last days. <laughs> the early church, the last days. It seems like a long time. It's only been two days to God. <laughs> a year, you know, a thousand years is like a day. It's been two days. <laughs> and so, you know, and this is the period that we're in. And so uh, the disciples covered a lot of ground, but there's so much ground to cover. I'll give you some statistics of unreached here uh, in a few minutes, and you'll see. We got a lot of work to do, <laughs> a lot. And so uh, they covered an enormous amount of territory despite their limitations and the travel and technology. Uh, and this was their purpose. This is what they were called to do. God, Jesus told them, you know, when he was leaving them. He didn't say, you know, go, have babies and populate, you know. <laughs> he said, go and <laughs> preach the gospel. You know, that was what he left them with. The last words he said to them. And so uh, today we have <laughs> all kinds of technology literally at our fingertips. 
We don't even have to leave our houses anymore to talk to someone on the other side of the world. You know, usually they had to go, you watch the movies, they had to go to the central area that had the phone. I need to make a call. Here's the number, you know, <laughs> all this stuff. Or you had to have that switchboard lady sitting in the middle, you know, there connecting you to say, no more. You can, you can make a call and not even pay for it if you do it through Skype or Zoom, you know? And so the technology that we have is amazing. And there are many modes of transportation, many modes of it. And so for us, it is possible for us to reach the entire planet. It is. And so uh, Daniel chapter 12 and verse 4, Daniel prophesies this. He says, uh, it says, but you, Daniel, keep this prophecy a secret. Seal up the book until the time of the end when many will rush here and there and knowledge will increase. An increase of knowledge. And we're seeing that. Oh, my goodness. We have definitely seen an increase in knowledge and technology, in fact, even being used to preach the gospel today. And we see many people traveling worldwide for missions and crusades, spreading the gospel of the Lord Jesus. And um, I don't know if you follow, uh, there's a, a gentleman by the name of Christopher Allen, just a wonderful man of God uh, right now, at this moment, he's in Tan back in Tanzania. He was there about a month ago. He came home. He goes to Pastor Sam's church. Uh, he uh, came home, and he's back in Tanzania for another three weeks of conferences, uh, of crusades. And he is, every five minutes, he's on there talking about this little boy couldn't walk. Got on the stage, walked across the stage for the very first time. This woman couldn't see. This person couldn't hear. They're preaching the gospel and seeing signs and wonders. They are reaching the unreached. And so um, I, I love seeing that on my feed. He's not the only one. There are many, many, many uh, people who are doing that. And so it blesses my heart to see that uh, on Facebook. And what's even more exciting for me is partnering with ministries like that on a personal basis. You know, just, okay, I feel led to send, you know, money your way for what you're doing right now at this very moment. And you partner with them, and it's, it's amazing what happens with you and what happens with them. And so I, I'd love to partner with someone financially if it's going to get the gospel out faster and farther. And, and in, in studying for this series, uh, I'm just reminded of how much we need to do. We have so much to do. And so uh, in, in regards to getting the gospel out, and you'll hear a little more. Uh, in Matthew 24, 14, Jesus is talking about the propagation of the gospel at this magnitude uh, where it goes worldwide. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. Once this happens, we have our great evacuation. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> the evacuation of the church is going to happen. The world, uh, the word world in this passage uh, is translated from the Greek and it describes the inhabited world where people live in cities, towns, and villages in various homes all over the earth. That's what it's uh, translated as. 
So this means that the gospel will be potentially heard wherever people live and dwell all over the world. All over the world. The word, the word nations in this verse can be translated as ethnic groups. So at the very end of the age, the gospel will be proclaimed to every nation and to every ethnic group, everyone. So Jesus is saying the availability of the gospel would be possible for every nation, every ethnic group, at the end of the age. And once this happens, he prophesied, the end will come. The word end here describes completion. It, it's, uh, it's a completion of a thing. Uh, once the gospel penetrates every inhabited place, every nation, tribe, and tongue, the completion of the age will come. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, I thought, I like fun facts. So, you can look up anything now on the internet. Anything. <laughs> Any statistic you want. But I like to look at uh, companies and groups that are reputable. So, I look at the company, company. You know what I mean? Like, let me see what people are saying about the company. And so, the Joshua Group is a good company that has statistics about people who are reached and unreached, and the people groups, and, uh, and, and how they, what they do is they gather, uh, they have sources. So um, there is a group uh, of uh, people, missionaries, that go out and they show the Jesus movie. You know the Jesus movie, the Jesus film? So they go out and they show that. So that's one group, that's a pipeline for them. So they find out, because they'll go to like, <laughs> like areas where they've, it's unreached. And uh, they'll go to tribes and things and show that. And so they, they get their information. And then, you know, missionaries and, and, and other people. So they get all that information and they put a good uh, statistic together about this. So uh, how many people in the inhabited world have never had an opportunity to hear the gospel? This is places where the gospel has not yet gone. Not where they rejected the gospel. The Joshua group has these statistics. They report that as of today, 7,419 people groups, not people, people groups, have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. That represents 3.16 billion people are unreached. <laughs> That's what I said, Patty. I said, wow. Three, and we're like, Jesus, come on, come on. All selfish. Get us out. Evacuate us. And there are 3.16 billion people who don't even know there's a Jesus. That's how, kind of how I was sitting at my desk going, what? <laughs> okay, Lord, don't come yet. We have work to do. But think of technology and stuff. I mean, it, it's accelerated, the work. It's, we don't got to travel, walk, you know, 300 miles. We don't have to. It's, it's going to happen fast. And so, um, so that represents 3.16 billion people who are yet unreached. 
these are not the people who heard it and rejected it. These are people who just, Jesus who? You know, this, these are those people. And uh, they've never heard the gospel. A lot of people. It's about 41.8 of the world's population. So if you go on there, and I, I recommend it, go, go to Joshua Group at some point and look it up. You'll see the breakdown of the people, the nations, where these people are. And again, they deal with people groups. So you can look on there to see how many people groups there are and all of that. But the top three countries, because I wanted to dig a little further, the top three countries that have unreached people groups in them. Now, this is not all of this place is. There are groups of people, like the sheikh in India. There are groups of people in these places that have not heard the gospel. And the top place is Bangladesh, Japan, and India. And it's actually the Japanese in Japan. No gospel. It's just interesting. And so uh, we see how important it is for us to pray and support and send and go. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Use all the technology we have within. You know, now we don't have an excuse, right? We don't have an excuse because, you know, before it was just go knock on doors. That's that you were limited to. Okay, this is where my resources are. Let, let me go with the church to let me go knock on the door. Uh, now, there's so much we can do. You don't know who's going to be watching it. I got some other statistic, which is really interesting, which will speak to that and support that as well. And uh, this, it really sets things, uh, gives you perspective. Uh, and this is, this to me, this is why God wants us to prosper too. You know, sometimes we're just like, oh, I'm fine, just me and mine. We can't be fine, just me and mine. <laughs> we have so much to reach, so many people to reach. And I just want to help. You know, if I can't go, I want to send. <laughs> you know, and so money, people get all upset when you talk about money, but it's not free either. Having, you know, good cameras and, uh, you know, good Wi-Fi. Just Wi-Fi alone is $200 a month, right? <laughs> you know, if you're going to reach someone. Or data on your phone. If you got to stream from your phone, right? You got to pay for this stuff. It's not free. No one hands it to you just because you say, I'm a Christian and I want to spread the gospel. If anything, they'll be like, oh, really? You're going to pay more. <laughs> So, so, I mean, we need to get where we need to be, right? So that way we can support and get this kingdom advanced here on this earth. We talk about kingdom advancement, you know, yes, for prosperity, yes, for all of it. But what about souls? <laughs> just for souls, get them in. And so um, I, I was just a bit convicted while I was studying this part of it. But, um, you know, I support, we support, Eric and I support the, the Victory Channel because I like their um, mandate is to spread the gospel on every available voice, everyone, from the top of the world to the bottom, all the way around. And to me, when I heard that, I'm like, good, because I'm probably not leaving Dighton <laughs> to, you know, at, to, to go travel and do that at the moment. And so I, I can do that by supporting. When you partner with someone, that's what you're doing. 
You're preaching the gospel around the world without leaving your kitchen table as you're writing out your check or whatever, however you're doing it. And so why not? Why not give into the gospel? We give to everything else. <laughs> why not give and support these ministries that are actually doing the work? Do the research. Do the work. Uh, but imagine never hearing about Jesus. I, I'm like, oh, Lord, imagine that. But there are. Um, this prophecy of Jesus, this part of it has to come to pass before he comes. It has to. And so we're wondering why it's taken so long. Well, here we go in black and white. Uh, the good news is that technology will continue to rapidly advance as uh, we followers of Jesus continue to obey the Great Commission. And the gospel will become available in every place. And once that happens again, we're on standby because he could come at any time. So you can look up again any statistics. So I thought, well, how many people have cell phones in the world? Did you know you could look that up? So in 2020, it was reported that there are 6.95 billion cell phone users worldwide. So I said, oh, well, how many people do we have on the planet now? I know a few years ago it was 6 billion. We're at seven, approximately 7.9 billion people. So they project by 2024, 741 billion mobile users will be on the planet. That's almost everybody, you know, by 2024, there's gonna be more people than that on the planet. But that's a lot of cell phone and uses. And I mean, cell phone, you turn on your cell phone, you can hear the gospel on it. We can share the gospel on it. So, you know, what are we doing? It's free, that, you know, it's free. We pay our bills, obviously, but to go live, if you're already paying your bills, that doesn't cost us anything, does it? So it's so important for us to do that. So uh, there's a lot of mobile phone users. And the good thing about the phones is now you could Google will translate anything for you. <laughs> and so that you could put the captions in any language that you need it to be. So you could teach in English and someone can hear it in German, you know, or French or Spanish, whatever language. And so uh, it's a blessing. Technology can be used in such a good way and can, and can accelerate <laughs> the coming of the Lord. And that's what we're grateful for. I mean, we can, we can use it and utilize it to do that. So uh, Jesus didn't say that everybody would be saved and then the end of the age will come. We just got to clarify that. He said everybody will have the opportunity because the availability of the gospel will be there for every nation, tribe, and tongue. It doesn't say that everybody will be saved. Now there's promises for our households and there's promises that we can stand on for our loved ones and our family members uh, and we can exercise our authority in those areas. But uh, we're not waiting for the entire planet to get saved before we leave. Uh, we are just ensuring we do our part to get the gospel out uh, to, you know, on every available voice. And, you know, your available voice may be different than, than mine and ours may be different than, you know, Kenneth's or, you know, someone else's. But we need to use what we have. <laughs> we need to use what we have. 
because why would God give us more? You know, God, he's like, I, I don't have any more to give you. <laughs> I gave you all of me already. <laughs> I gave it all. But, uh, you know, we, we need to utilize what he did give us. And, uh, and, and when I say voice, even this voice, <laughs> you know, the one he gave us to speak uh, and, and, and tell others about him, um, you know, and, and use this time to hook up with ministries. But do your due diligence. Sometimes we get with a large organization that, oh, they're doing this. And, you know, make sure you check up on it and make sure that money is going where they're telling you it's going. I always look to see, uh, you know what I like when I support someone. I like to see updates, and I like to see them frequently. <laughs> and so uh, the, the ministries I partner with, I can go right on Facebook every day. They're posting stuff. Here's where I went today. Here's who I reached. Here's some miracles that happened. You know, here's this. You know, we're supporting this now. Financially, this is what we need. You know their need. You know the blessings they're receiving. You know who they're helping. You know all of that. You know they're praying for you. You're praying for them. Again, it's a partnership. Amen. It's a partnership. And all those souls, every time they're like, yeah, we got 1,500 saved today or however many, that goes to your account. It's, it's like you were standing in that country with them. Right. I'm like, why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? Yet many don't. Unfortunately, the statistics for that aren't good either. We're not supporting missions and taking care of missionaries. I mean, you know, we have COVID, but this is even before COVID. Those numbers have been waning since 2014, 2015. Uh, churches are not supporting missions. You know, they'll bring in, they'll, they'll do like the really big ones, which on some of them, again, you don't know where your money's going, uh, but they tend not to. And then the missionaries struggle and then they come home. And so... You definitely want to look into that on, on a personal level. And we'll be doing more as a church as we grow and finances are more uh, readily available. We'll be supporting more missionaries because that's we're going to be uh, doing things outside of ourselves. I mean, this is our reach. It extends. You become when you give and you you're just, you know, doing it on your phone or do we still write checks? Maybe we write checks. I don't know. Uh, I don't write checks, but, uh, you know, you do it on your phone or whatever. That individual and that ministry becomes an extension of your hand <laughs> and because they're doing the work. So you're extending your hand to them and you're partnering with them and the next person's partnering with them and the next person and we're just extending their reach. For the glory of God. Yeah, for the glory of God. And so knowing that we have 41 point something percent of the people on the planet that are unreached, never heard about Jesus, I think if every church in America would hear these statistics, we'd be doing more to reach the lost. I mean, and there's some here in the U.S. They said uh, here in the U.S., uh, the, it's, a, the, it's a little better, but there are, I want to say, like 22% that are unreached. I believe that's what the statistic was. Um, so there's still a lot here in, in the U.S. that's unreached as well. So this is, this is our mission field. God's called us here in Dighton. It's our mission field. And so we're going to, like we said, every home loved, every home, hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So... 
Uh, and you don't have to sew a ton of money every month, and, uh, but just be consistent with it. That's my thing. Let them consistently give updates to me and I consistently sew. If it's a little, if it's a lot, whatever it is, but I'm always there. Every time they turn around on that time of the month, they know. I'm going to be sewing no matter what. That's a priority. I don't just do it when I feel like it or when I can. That's part of what I give. And so you make that a partnership. Uh, and, and the, you know, a lot of ministries rely on that to get that word out. So we be consistent and we help get the gospel out. And again, it seems like a long time that we've been waiting <laughs> in this 2000 year period of time as the early church, now we're the last day church, last of the last days we've added to it. I think every year we add a last, last of the last of the last days. You know, we add the last, we are at the final, we're there, <laughs> we're there, we really are there. But we have work to do. And, and, but I thank God for acceleration. I thank God with technology where it's at. I mean, people complain about technology and, the, and people are doing bad with technology. I get it. They're, they do evil with technology just as they do good. Uh, but we can just use it to spread the gospel. In 2 Peter 3, 9, uh, you know, when things like this happen and it takes forever, you know, you've all have those people in your life, the mockers and the scoffers <laughs> that say, he ain't, what are you waiting for? Well, they did the same thing to Noah, remember? <laughs> How many years that was, they did the same thing to him. And we see the same thing. People, the longer it takes, the more people start to mock. Oh, that's okay. Uh, in 2 Peter, he talked about that. He said there'll be many mockers and many scoffers. Uh, but then in 2 Peter 3, 9, it says, the Lord is not slack, which means tardy, slow, delayed, or late, <laughs> concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long-suffering, which means he has great patience to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. When we ask why, Lord, aren't you coming? Because he, is, he doesn't want anybody to perish. He desires that all should come to repentance. So he wants them to have an opportunity. He wants the gospel to be made available to them to give them that opportunity. That's why he hasn't come yet. And so we're just waiting for that. And, and we, we got to, there's, in the waiting, there's work. And it's on us, right? He's done everything he could do. We just, like, he can't pray the prayer for us. We have to do that. We have to help. So our job and our position with this final and ultimate sign is to pray for laborers, support ministries that are winning souls, especially the unreached, with prayer and financial support, and tell others about Jesus using every method we have available to us. Whatever is in our hand to do, we do that. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Now, I know we finished up a little early, but I wanted to for a reason. So we're going to just do something real quick here. And I'm exercising my faith, so I'm going to get a microphone. So I want to hear from some of you. I want to hear, we went through 10 weeks. I think we actually did 11 because we laid a foundation. And we didn't do it all at once. Uh, but we laid a foundation. 
And so I want to hear how this series has impacted you. Uh, was there something about, uh, you know, one of the topics or something that enlightened or inspired you, increased your knowledge, understanding, something that stood out to you over the course of the last 10, 11 weeks? Who's first? Come on up. Can you come? Yeah. You, don't, you all that are in the audience don't have to come, but he has to because he's all the way in the back. I need him to grab a mic. <laughs> Oh, he's going to come the long way. <laughs> All right. Glory to God. This is Mr. Craig. He's the one running our cameras, doing such a good job. Amen. <clears throat> I was really in, um, inspired, motivated, and even convicted to mm -hmm. do more uh, for the glory of God and for people who don't necessarily know about Jesus or don't know that they're loved. So that's something that really imp um, impacted, I think, my decision, but also my wife Nation's decision to join the, the outreach team. That's good. I'll lead with Pastor Jack every Saturday, and mm. it's really been amazing and, you know, a difference maker. That's and good. Pastor Jack, I thank you for your leadership, and yeah. I know we're making a difference out there. Amen. Um, this past Saturday, they Someone called the cops on us, but you know, <laughs> we were just, you know, we we took it in stride and we were just excited, yeah, you know. That's it. Um, but yeah, I encourage anybody if you have a Saturday available to join us any any particular yeah. weekend. And you know, we told one guy Scott who lives I think over here at the intersection. You know, I love you, man. Yeah. And you know, we can tell we're two different backgrounds. You yes. Know what I mean? and, yes. But you know, I, I love you, and Jesus loves you goes a long way. That's so, right. You're doing a great job, Pastor Maria. Awesome. And I, Thank I was you. really, you know, impacted. To be awesome. Right. Thank you for sharing that. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. You. That's good. That's good. Come on. In. Oh, you want to sit? You don't have to come if you don't want. You can just turn. Around. I don't have to. You don't have to. You either way. Either way. <laughs> All right, I'm telling you, I've learned so much. Yeah, me too. Weeks that you've been teaching on these subjects. Uh, like tonight, um, last year, it was about four billion people that had not heard the Lord at all. Mm -hmm. So it went down just a little bit. Mm. But I encourage every church yeah. to go out yeah. and start telling people about the Lord. Yeah. Because we are so close. Mm. And people want to hear. Yeah. They want to hear the gospel. But we have to go. That's right. You know? And uh, it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. You can see that the Lord is very close. Yes, he is. And this is a command, not asking. That's right. It's a command to go e into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Yeah. This should be on our hearts and minds mm -hmm. at all times. He says, this is my commandment. 
that you believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another and this is love. That's right. Telling the people. I'm telling you, just, just today I was over here in the park and there were some people sitting over there, they had chairs all around and some was fishing over on that side. And uh, I saw one of the guys had a guitar there. So I went over there. This is common ground. And uh, I grabbed, I says, can I, can I, can I see it? He says, oh, sure, here. And I grabbed the guitar and uh, I started singing out loud. <laughs> I'll sing praises to the Lord. <laughs> oh, they all look, they came and look and boy, they... <laughs> They were so happy. Oh, nice. And uh, I said to myself, this is a way uh -huh. of, yeah. of, of open That's their right. heart to the Lord. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But That's we good. need to. We Amen. Need to, uh, I like that that statistic went down a little bit. Yeah. One billion people, pretty much, it went down. Yeah. And if you think about the moves of God that are coming, and this last great harvest, you know, 3,000 were added to the church uh, daily <laughs> in the Word of God, in the early church. There'll be much more than that. So we can, I mean, we did a billion in a year. Come on. <laughs> we got this. Come on. Go ahead. I think the time that we live in, this kind of teaching um, need to be a lot. Yeah, so it can remind us where we're at. What yeah. time is it? Yeah, that's good. Um, because... You know, in the 70s, Jesus was coming every minute. <laughs> right, right. But you know, he keep us in our toe. He did. It sure he put did. us to prayer. Mm, he sure put did. us to, you know, go out and right. tell others about Jesus because right. Jesus is coming. Right. Well, right now, we're even closer. That's it. And so what you, what you teaching over here, like for example tonight, I've been praying Bangladesh. Mm. And... Uh, John said, you've been saying that. Nice. And on the time, I said. Well, they need it. I said, oh, I don't even know where they are, yeah. where the country is. Yeah. So to hear that tonight, I thought, okay, now we're going to concentrate there a little bit. Excellent. And uh, so. Good. You know, it's just a time for us to just. Yeah. Don't yeah. be lazy. That's right. That's right. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. We all want Jesus to come back quick, but how about if we were the one yeah, that it. hadn't heard yet? Right, right. We'd be uh, thankful that he was patient, mm, praise God. Mm. You know, it says to reach the world. Well, you said it well tonight. Finances go all around the world. But my physical body, my world, mm -hmm. is where I am during mm -hmm. the day. Mm -hmm. So recently, past several months, I've had more than one person come up mm -hmm. to me and say, I need something more in my life. That's good. We need to talk. Yeah, that's good. So, of course, we do. That's it. There's always interruptions, but we plan ahead. Yeah. So Nancy and I had the opportunity three Sundays ago. My boss, one of my bosses, 
bought a new house. He had asked me to dedicate the house. Nice. So we went and dedicated the house and got the whole family saved. Amen. That's awesome. So mm -hmm. it's not about, I mean, we eat every day. We, we breathe because that's the way we're created. We have to do all these things. We are here mm -hmm. to reach yeah, the lost. That's right. That's why we're here. That's right. That's if it right. wasn't for that, we have no business here. <laughs> right. So right. always have an open ear. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, people are always struggling. Mm -hmm. You meet somebody within five minutes, they're going to tell you what's on their heart. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. usually some kind of a problem. Mm -hmm. Well, who's the answer to any problem? Mm -hmm. And they're searching. Yeah. So be bold. That's right. Lay That's hands right. on the sick and they shall recover. That's Praise right. God. That's right. People yeah. want to feel relief, mm -hmm. and it's more than a feeling. It's a change That's of life, right. of course. That's right. And we have within us the power of Almighty God that can raise people from the dead Hallelujah. physically and spiritually. Mm -hmm. So don't get stressed about how many you reach. Yeah. You're going to come across people Just here, reach. people there. <laughs> Just always yeah. be reaching. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's good. It's going to happen quicker, I think, than we yeah, think. Yeah, I think so too. You know, it's a big number. That is. But uh, my goodness, God. Yeah. Nothing's God impossible. can do anything. That's right. God can do anything. That's right. That's Ooh. good. That's good. Um, there's a lot. Actually, I like to stand. Yeah, um, cool. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, man. Since you first started the series, like the first, second, or first time I, I left church so stirred up, I told my husband, I said, I wonder if Pastor Maria will let us do like a video or something. Yeah. I should have, you know, yeah. talked to you about it. Um, a video inviting the rest of the people out to come. I'm like, this mm. is so good. Oh, I'm nice. like, this is so good. Well, and we'll be doing it again. <laughs> thank God. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, I wonder if she's going to do, do this again. again. Like, yeah. this is so good. I agree with yeah. what Pastor Maria was saying. Like, I really feel like this teaching is so needed. Yeah. It does keep us stirred up. Mm -hmm. It keeps us reminded about what's important. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to get caught up in what's going on in our day-to-day -day and lose sight of That's why we're right. here. That's you right. Know? That's All right. the things we have to do is fine, and God allows us to do it, but... There's a purpose for why we're here. And so I've, I've just been really stirred up and reminded throughout the series about um, the things God has put in my heart, in our heart, personally, individually, and what things he wants us to do. Yeah. Um, and even more so tonight, I was really stirred up listening to the amount of people yeah. that have not been wretched. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, thinking about asking God now, even more so, what type of missionaries can I support? Mm. Um because missions has been something that's really always been in my heart. And so that really touched me. And talking about the false teachers, I mean, that yeah. teaching was really powerful. All of it's just been great. Mm, that's awesome. And um, i really been blessed by it and stirred Glory. up. And I'm looking forward to the next time. Awesome. 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 Glory to God. Um, I think, too, Patty, I'm going to say this now. But I'm hoping that next year, when, uh, and Patty's our travel person here, I'd love to do a missions trip. And we can start with Cape Verde. We can definitely start there because there's a place for you to stay <laughs> and it would be cheaper. So we could start there. But I'd love to partner 
you know, maybe with a Christopher Allen or with my friend out in, uh, in uh, Tennessee that goes to Haiti all the time. We'd like to go to Haiti. And so, uh, you know, just, um, uh, just to get out there and to go at least once. I think young people, like the youth, the youth would, it would change them. It would change them. Even for the youth to partner with um, YWAM, Youth with a Mission, uh, that would just be an amazing thing. But I think, you know, we, in the 80s, we used to have missionaries come, they'd put their little things in, you remember. Okay, this was when we were, you know, being chased by a lion. This was, you know, this is the little girl that we adopted, you know, and they'd come, and I remember sitting through that, and we'd be so, woohoo, we're going to support them. It would last for three months, and we're like, the poor kid didn't get their package, <laughs> choose whatever we promised them, you know, and so it didn't last because it was just, we were inspired and just, or motivated, and, but then it kind of waned because it wasn't, it wasn't really a hard thing. It was just, we connected emotionally, like, oh, you pulled on my emotions. But I think when you hear the numbers of the people who are unreached and, and, and the people who really need Jesus and to hear about him, it just stirs you up to do it. And I think we'll be more consistent. But I think you put your feet on the ground on a nation's soil that... <laughs> you know, is not like here, uh, and that needs the word and needs ministry, I think will never be the same. Even here, when we come back here, we'll... <laughs> it's in Kinvert. Going to mission in Kinvert, it's a great opportunity because you can get on a radio there, mm -hmm. especially if you sing. Mm -hmm. And you go to all over... Yeah. All over the place. You go yeah. to all the Portuguese countries. Mm -hmm. And it's a great, great, um, great place to start. Yeah, I think that would be a good starting And they have point. big house. You don't have to pay for, you know, to stay in or anything like that. Yeah, I think, I think we should do something like that. So just note, note to calendar. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll plan it out. All right, uh, we're going to... Uh, give tonight speaking of giving uh before we do that uh donnie if you could serve the people that would be wonderful you could raise your hand donnie will serve you online uh if you would like to give uh you can uh go to our website fathershousefamilychurch.com you can give right there um on sunday i'm so excited to announce i ex announced it this morning during prayer that uh dr marilyn newbauer will be with us and so uh, she will be doing just the Sunday morning service. And so we look forward to having her. Uh, so come ready to receive uh, on Sunday. And then uh, we are firming up the details with Cassie, but it will still be that week, uh, that uh, third week. I think it was July. My time is like kind of not right at the moment. So it's mid-July, that second or third Wednesday uh, in July. And because uh, the fourth week is when they'll be meeting with everybody. So that's still on the books, still happening. Uh, we should be starting the DVDs next week. And so I'm just going to let those of you who typically join us 
on Wednesdays. I'm just going to let you know starting next week, we most likely will not be going live. And so it's either next week or the week after, but I think we should get the materials by next week. So we most likely will not be going live. I will let you know uh, before the service on Wednesday whether or not we will. Uh, it's a closed uh, meeting, but you are more than welcome to attend in person. And I would love to see you attend in person because the more people that get financially free, <laughs> the better. Especially because now we can really fund the gospel, right? We don't have nothing else hindering us to fund the gospel. And so uh, we thank God. When that's your purpose and that's your heart, and we're talking about this because we're talking about giving, when your heart is to just support uh, the gospel and support uh, the advancement of the kingdom of God, and that's your motive, you know, the motive of your heart. Yeah, you want nice things. You want your family to be taken care of. That's all God's desire for you. And so uh, you want that, but when your heart and your motive and your desire is to see his kingdom advanced here on this earth in every way, he blesses that. And there's blessing in that. And so uh, it's not a selfish motive. It's a, it's a motive that has a heart uh, for the lost. And so I just thank God for the opportunity we have to give. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for every person uh, as we sow tonight. We look at it as a seed, not just giving away money, but we are planting uh, the seed in good soil. And we thank you that we reap a harvest. The word of God says that we can have a hundredfold return. And so we thank you for that. And we speak that into existence in our lives. We just thank you for the hundredfold return on every seed that we've sowed, except the bad ones, the ones that we've sowed, Father God, where our heart was stingy <laughs> or where we spoke the wrong things. We just call those crop failures right now in the name of Jesus. But the good seed with the good motives and the cheerful giving, we thank you that those seeds come up and grow and multiply and we receive the harvest on it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Mr. Donnie. On July the 4th, it is Sunday, and so it is right on the holiday. And so we'll be, dur during that service, uh, we'll be honoring our grads. And so we have about five grads that uh, I know of, that I'm aware of. So uh, parents and uh, FHFC kids uh, teachers, if you know of any more, please let me know. I have five. Uh, that we uh, have currently, and so we'll be honoring them during that service. We'll also be talking about freedom, uh, not an actual message on freedom, but we'll be doing something a little different on that Sunday, and so come be a part of that service as well. Mark your calendars. We just want to thank God for the freedom that we have in this nation, and you know, I'm not taking it for granted. So no more. So we're just going to thank God for that and just have a time of celebration and praise and uh, around the theme of freedom in Christ. Amen. 
Glory to God. Well, Father, we thank you for this time together. Thank you for the rich deposits that you've placed on the inside of us. I thank you, Father, for bringing this message to us. And I thank you, Father, for using me as an instrument uh, just to, uh, to speak uh, what the Holy Spirit would have us to know and to learn in this body. I thank you that every person got something from it. We were impacted by it. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you would bring the words back to our remembrance and just keep us inspired to do and take action because we declare that we are not just hearers of this word, but we are doers of the word and we see results every single time we do the word. And so we just give you our word, Father God, and we are people of our word that we are going to step out and do what you've asked us to do during these last 10 to 11 weeks. We thank you and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you to those who joined us tonight. I hope it was a blessing to 